Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Elm Gakuri, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of April 24th, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and today we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hello, everyone. Hello. How are we today? All three of us we are, are here. <laughs> we, we are existing in happiness and wonder. With that, let's continue on with what we've been listening to. Let's start with you, Gray. Lately, I have been listening to a lot of color creation. I've been going back and really enjoying them because they've had two digital singles that dropped recently. And so I've been kind of going back and listening to them. Greenlight and Hello Goodbye. They're both fantastic songs. Absolutely fantastic songs. So I've been re-listening to them. Uh, I'm actually thinking about picking up LOL's new. I mean, I've got it digitally. I'm thinking about actually purchasing it.、Uh, so I've been kind of going through that a little bit. And、uh, let's see, what else have I been listening to? More High Five, a new band for my next MC, which we will do in, in, in a few weeks. And other than that, not, nothing too crazy, nothing too, too, too spicy. What have you been listening to, Luna? So I haven't actually been listening to too much this week. It's mainly been Edu,、uh, Mizuki Nana, and I went back to a lot of anime music thanks to something special that came out today on our YouTube channel. So, a lot of the Fate Stay Night music, such as Imer, Lisa, Califina, and of course our music corner, which we will discuss later. They, I love their relaxing style. Also, was listening to Yasuda Rei and some Tanaka Rie, who is a voice actress in Seiyu, and I miss her doing music. And what about you, Ken? What have you been listening to?、Uh, I've been listening to kind of the same old things. I've been listening to She is Summer. I've been listening to Chapman. They just dropped another new EP called Creed. And you guys should check that out. I've been listening to Tendre. We'll get more on that. Parabola, because I've been really, really liking that song because it's so different compared to what we've been listening to. And then a little bit of Jet for a special thing we'll talk more about later. And then the Charm Parks Runner Sound is over. Nothing too out of the ordinary. Been listening a lot of the Final Fantasy XIV and Final Fantasy VII remake. OTSs because I've been so hard on those two games the last couple days. Oh, and Persona 5 Royale. That also. So, just like three, three just engrossing JRPGs that just took over my life. Besides that, nothing too out of the ordinary. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to some of the news here. And first and foremost, it is the lovely up and coming vocalist Akari Haneda announced that she released her new mini album. Zero G Zero Bun Zero Bio across all digital music streaming platforms. The originally the physical copy for the mini album was exclusively sold during her release tour back in December, but making a digital copy makes it more accessible for fans, so she was happy to release it. It's dropped with seven tracks total, and you can check out all the release news about that on our site, along with the music video for the lead track. Umare Tate on our site as well. All right, moving on to the next article. We're going to be talking about a group I had never heard of, but they are a rock band that goes by the name Zuto Meonaka, or Zuto Meo for short. 
and they have revealed that they're going to be releasing their third mini album titled Hogaraka na Hifu Tote Fufuku, which is set to drop on August 5th. Uh, we have a music video in the article if you do want to check out these guys. And we also have pre-order links if you are interested in picking this up. And yeah, gave it a listen. It was a pretty interesting song. So hopefully you guys will like it too. And then continuing on up, it is the lovely four-member pop rock band Super Beaver announced that they just signed with major label Sony Music Records, RIP for them, and they will release their first major label single, Highlight Slash Hitori De Ikitaireba, on June 10th. This will kick off their 15th year in the Japanese music industry, and the band hopes that to take the genre with the, to the next level with their major label debut. Can check out more information about this on our site as long as a preview for highlight as well and then continuing on up to another four member rock band called flumpool announced that they will be releasing a brand new album titled real on may 20th this will be the latest release by the band since their single subarashi uso back in february and will be their fifth album overall if you guys are longtime fans you will notice that this is the unofficial sequel to their first mini album unreal back in 2008 and uses the same cover as unreal from that albeit with some updates you can check out more information about that on our site along with the music video for Subarashi Shiki Uso on our site as well. And then continuing on up it is Music Corner alum I Don't Like Mondays announced they will be releasing a brand new track Subete Anata no Zenanda on all digital streaming platforms on May 6th. This will be the latest release done by the band since their song Plastic City back in February and will be the first Japanese title track released by them as as we all know, all their tracks are English-based. But you can check out more information about this on our site, as long as the music video for Plastic City as well. And then continuing on up to the lovely voice actress-turned-vocalist Yuka Iguchi announced that she'll be releasing a brand new album titled Clearly on June 15th. This will be the latest release done by Iguchi since her Love Back album back in November 17th and will be her first album overall. If you guys are fans of her, she plays Cowgirl in Goblin Slayer and she actually is in a lot of these recent animes. So you can check out more information about this on our site as long as the preview for her track Hello to Dream on our site as well. And then continuing on up to the popular four-member rock band Silent Siren announced that they'll be releasing a brand new album, Mix 10, on September 2nd. Originally, this was supposed to be released on May 13th, but as this is the group's 10th anniversary, the desire to celebrate this monumental occasion with their fans led to the delay of the release due to the crisis that is going on. This will be the latest release done by the band since their digital EP Hero back in December of last year and will be their 8th album overall. One of the tracks will feature the voice actress Aimi from the Bang Dreams Pop and Party making this another collaboration between them since No Girl No Cry back in July. You can check out all the information about this along with the pre-order links on our site as well. And then continuing on up it is the lovely digital duo Cute Man announced that they will be dropping a preview for their track 2121 on their official YouTube channel. This will be released digitally 
It was released digitally back on April 15th and was set to be the lead track for their album, also named 2121, which was released, was planned to release on May 27th, but unfortunately they had to change the date due to the ongoing crisis. As of right now, there are no official releases of when they're going to drop the album, but you can check out everything on our site as long as the music video for 2121 as well. And then continuing on up on the eve of their release, the vocalist Jumba Lakua and Olive Oil released a music video for their track Yurthoma on Oil's official YouTube channel. This is going to be the lead track for their upcoming collaboration album Oil Laka, which which was released back on April 15th. You can check out more information about this on our site. It is very interesting. I think you would really, really like this, Luna. It is kind of old school R&B and hip hop. I'll have to make sure to check it out. I always love me some R&B hip hop, especially the old school stuff. That is well, that is well. All right, moving on up to our next article. We're going to be talking about rock band Mrs. Green Apple as they are celebrating five years in the Japanese music industry. And to do so, they are doing so with a bang. Uh, first off, they're going to be releasing their fifth album titled Five, and it's the number five. Just That's going to be dropping on July 8th. And also on July 8th, they're going to be releasing the live recording of their concert at Yokohama Arena, which was held on December 8th of last year. Uh, and it was from their very first arena tour. Five is going to be released in three editions. And a Yokohama Arena performance is going to be released in four editions. So we have all the information about that on the site, along with all the pre-order links for each edition, if you are interested. And we have the full track listing, along with a little preview of their best of album that they released on YouTube on the site. So definitely check it all out. And then going back to our lovely music corner alum chapman they just dropped the music video for their track over the rain on their official youtube channel this is going to be one of the lead tracks for their just released mini album credo that dropped on april 15th you can check out more information about this on our site as long as with the music video all right moving on up to our next article we're going to be talking about rapper renee as he has announced his first solo album titled swipe sheep Swipe Sheep is set to come out on June 10th, and you can check out his song Snow Jam, which will be on the new album in the article. Then continuing on up to another Music Corner alum, Tendre, uh, released the music video for his track Life on his official YouTube channel. As previously reported, it was going to be released back on April 15th and was his latest release since his Insight EP back in October of last year. You can check out more information about that on our site, and it is released digitally across all streaming platforms, so go check it out. Then continuing on up to another Music Corner alum, Showmore, they just released the next step for their studio live version of their track, Unit Bath, on their official YouTube channel. And this is kind of part two for their studio live series, which started back in March. And it's very interesting. You guys got to check it out because it comes like with a full orchestra. There's like violinist and a cello player and all that stuff on it guys can check out more information about that on our site as long as the 
studio live as well. Continuing on up, it is the four-member pop rock band Getsu no Kiwami Otome announced they will be releasing a brand new album titled Streaming CD Record on May 1st across all digital streaming music platforms. This will be the latest release done by the band since their Sukinara Tomwaranai back in August of 2008 and it will be the band's fifth major label album overall. You can check out all the lovely detail about that on our site as long as the design concept for the album as well. All right, moving on to our next article, we're going to be talking about a musician that goes by the name World's End Girlfriend. Uh, he is a composer of that goes. That his real name is Katsuhiko Maeda, and he is actually the founder of the Virgin Babylon Records, and so. But he goes by the moniker World's End Girlfriend, and he is dropping a new album. It's a digital release only, so we have the the links in the article for Spotify and Apple Music. The album is titled Sleep Resistance, and in order to find it, you have to... it Because he does have a page in Apple Music and Spotify, you have to go by the orchestra that he formed for this particular one. It's called Fatal Defect Orchestra. And like I said, we do have the links in the article. So if you want to listen to something that's a little different and a little experimental, this is definitely something you can check out. I checked out a few of the tracks. It is very different, but it is definitely something interesting. And yeah, that, that is for you to check out. Moving on to our next article, we're going to be talking about the record company Avex as they, they've done this once before. They did this last year, actually. But they are bringing some of their popular artists together. And they're going to be doing updated versions of older tracks. So uh, the album is called Avex Revival Tracks. And the album is going to feature LOL, Fakey. Beverly, Femme, and Yuppin. I had actually never heard of a couple of these, but they they are all Avex artists and they are doing updated versions of older songs. Fakey is doing an updated version of Da Pump's Feeling Good, It's Paradise. So just to give you an idea. But we have the full track listing in the article and the track listing does have who the artist is, who uh, who the artists they're doing the update version of along with the up uh, the song itself. So if you want more detail, definitely check out the article. It's full of details, and we do have the label as well. And Avex did drop a little teaser, which you can definitely check out for the upcoming album. And like I said, they've done this in the past. I know they did this last year, so. I think this is going to be an annual thing now since they've done this two years in a row. So we'll, we'll see what happens next year and everything. But if you're an AVEX fan and you, you like some of these groups, definitely give this a So it's check. pretty much a cover album. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can look at it like that, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, it's a cover album because AVEX does this all the time with a lot of artists. They have tons of these. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I knew they did one last year, and I I, I didn't know that like the frequency of it. But yeah, yeah, this, this is ba- basically it. They're, yeah, they're, it's probably it, it's probably used to give fans of 
these newer generations a chance to sing the songs that they kind of grew up with, so to speak, probably? Uh, uh, that might be it. Or um, just putting like an updated spin on classics. Mm. I feel like they, they kind of like what you said, Ken, is they, they I see them do that quite fr- frequently. Like with Shimitani Hitomi, she takes male, male songs and covers them, puts her own spin on it, but they're one she grew up listening to. So I feel like Avix does this with a lot of their artists and just gives the newer ones a chance to hear songs that they really enjoy and they think younger people will enjoy hearing it from them too. Yeah, it's probably just to give the younger generation a, a spin of like, oh, so these are the kind of songs that my favorite artists kind of look up to. Possibly, who knows? I'm, I'm just kind of hearing the and looking at the information. It seems like it's kind of going that way. <laughs> but regardless, continuing on up to the up and coming three member rock band Shido Tokudo released the music video for their track Atena No Nai on their official YouTube channel. Set to release on May 13th, this is going to be the latest release since their digital single World In, which was dropped back in September of last year and will be their second single overall. You can check out more information about that on our site as long with the music video as well. Yeah, this this track's really, really good. I just want to pump it out because I, I got a chance to listen to this and it is fantastic. So definitely give these guys a check. Continuing on up, it is the lovely three-member rock band Sissajet announced that they will be releasing a brand new track called Positive Man across all digital music streaming platforms. This is going to be part three of their 20th anniversary celebration and keeps up the usual chill, relaxing rock composure that fans just love. You can check out more information about this on our site as long with their teaser video for Let Me Go as well. This is some dope album art. I, I, I love that. And then continuing on to the regular news here, it is first that Arashi, the lovely five-member Johnny's Boy sensation, announced that they will be releasing, for a limited time only, their Arashi Fest concert on YouTube for free. That's nice of them. Yeah, it's a a two-and-a-half-hour celebration of pretty much a best-of song list. They will be performing... 240 songs all chosen by the fans that were part of Odyssey's luxurious discography because they have over like at least a thousand songs by now but this was back in 2012 so a lot of my favorite songs are probably in here so go give that a check I already started watching it that I forgot to mention I was listening to a lot of Odyssey this week because all their concerts are going on YouTube so I put them on while I work to listen to, and they're fantastic live. That's all I'm going to say. I am now a oh, huge yeah. Odyssey fan, and I just can't get enough of them. They are fantastic live. When I got to see them back in Hawaii, back in their 15th year anniversary, it was just fan-freaking-tastic. I, I loved every minute of it. There was only maybe one or two songs that I didn't know during that time, but every other song, I was like, yep. I know it. I love this song. They they didn't play my favorite song of all time by them, but it's because I, I like the rock version that they did for their 5X20 concert. Mm, their 5X20 version for that song is fan-freaking-tastic. You can check out more information about that on our site, and go check it out because it is going to be only available for a limited time only. All right, moving on up to our last news article for the day. We're going to be talking about... 
Former Calafina member Keiko, as she has recently just launched her solo career. Uh, she is going by the moniker Keiko, and uh, it's really literally the same name, just it's all caps now. So that, that that's the difference. It's the transition. She's all grown up because her her name's in caps now. <laughs> but yes, uh, she has already started working on her first album, which is scheduled to debut this fall. And she has signed on with Avex, and she has like a little video that you can watch in the article. It is in Japanese and subtitled in Japanese. So if you're not fluent in Japanese, I don't know if this is for you. But if you know what she's saying, if you're very, if you can read the subtitles, then give this a check and see what she has to say. And、uh, we are excited for her new direction, and hopefully, you know, we'll see what she's doing come this. Fall when she drops her debut album, and she was also a part of Fiction Junction, which was another Kaijuda Yuki project back in the day. So there's a there's a couple other songs floating around by her. She has a fantastic voice. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to the music corner here. And this week, you Luna had the chance to indulge us with the lovely band. So go right ahead and tell us who they are. All right, so I chose the band Arcs, who I discovered on accident actually, and I am very glad I did. They are a three-member rock band from Osaka, and they actually formed. I'm thinking earlier than, I would say they formed as a three-member group in 2013. As that is when they got their third member, so they consist of school classmates Asuka Yoshida, and who is also the, vo- the vocalist and the guitarist, and Ryoma Ikebe, who is the drummer, the drummer, and Yuha Uchiai is the bassist and chorus, and he ended up joining the group a little bit later in 2013. So all the members write their own lyrics. And I think this makes it unique. Is they each, it reflects their own unique style and indiv- individual personalities, and you hear that in all their music. I think Asuka's vocals with Ryoma Ryoma-san and Yuha-san just bring such a breath of fresh air to the industry and their music because you can hear that in everything they do. You, Yoshida-san has such an amazing voice. I just love it. It's unique. And just the accompaniment of of the the members together just make them what they are. So one of my personal favorite tracks is "Baka," as it has a very joyfully upbeat track, and it makes me feel really good. It's such a fun song, and just the way Yoshida Sun sings it, I I just love how her vocals in, are in it when she's like "Baka mi tai," and you get to hear my horrible singing voice, and. He, Not only does she sing, she plays the guitar, and you hear that in there. I, I just—it's been on repeat all week, to be honest. It made my day, and it makes you have a great day when it's not going so good. One of my other tracks I really liked—it just came out, and it was actually for promotion for their newest mini album, Image. Or no, I mean one. Image came before one, and it was Deba Katakana is the worst. Because I have not figured out. I think it means reverbal. Ribabaru. It's so hard to say, but that one has a very poppy, fun vibe to it. Super catchy, 
And this is where you really hear Yoshida-san's unique vocals, as it sounds so much different than some of their older stuff, as it's way more poppy and less heavy, which is why I, I find it unique out of their discography. And another one of my favorites of theirs is Top uh, Tapu Urana, Top Runner, and Asuka J- Yoshida-san just slays on the guitar on this at the beginning and I love that that caught me on this track so much and just her powerful vocals with this hint of cuteness to it really makes it stick with you but I I would say I mean this group is fantastic just the way they mix all the instruments together with Yoshida-san's vocals and each of their songs you can hear that individuality in it as they all have a different feel and style and I love that and they do do ballads as they had one they slow it down for called you and it starts off at a nice slow pace and picks up but then slows back down again and it makes for a nice relaxing track it's like a ballad but it isn't which is another reason why it stuck to me so much so they currently have two mini albums image and one one just came out on April 1st, and you can get that on, you can get both of those on CD Japan. You can also find their music on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music. However, forewarning on Spotify and Apple Music, there is also a metal band called Arcs, and somehow both the music got mixed in together. So you got to be careful which ones you click on. And also, they only have their first mini-album image so far on there. I'm hoping they'll add one later on. They also have two indie albums when they were debuting. And those are... Hako Bunido and Maho no Uta, which you can check out the track listings on their official website for those. I would love to find a copy, but I know it's going to be very hard to track those two down. We have their website, Twitter, and Instagram on there. You can also check out the song Baka on our website. That's my favorite song. I highly recommend checking out their YouTube page too because it's so easy to breeze through all their videos and I look forward to seeing what they'll be doing next. But I'm curious to hear what you guys think of them because I changed it up from my usual choosings. Yeah, no, uh, this is a very interesting group and... I would have loved to have gotten to a chance to listen to their new EP because that would be very interesting. I'm really eager to hear like how their sound changed because the their first EP image came out in 2016. So that was like four years ago. So four years, people grow and things change a little bit. So it'd be interesting to hear like that contrast. But that being said, the very first EP that they did image is really, really good. Six songs. All of them are great. Uh, my favorite song of them was Watashi wa Anato o Sosugyo Suru, that, which is the very first song on the EP. Like That one is just a fun, light, bumpy song that just kind of gets my head bopping when I hear it and really gets me in like a happy mood, which is, which is usually what I'm listening for. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed them, and I, I made the mistake of listening to like the heavy, hardcore group when we, when we first grabbed them. And I was like, whoa. What is this? <laughs> so do be a little careful with that. But th- this group is fantastic. Uh, the lead singer is an absolute delight. She has a fairly unique style, but it really, really works. She sells it really, really well. Her voice is really lovely and just really worth checking out. I really did enjoy your pick as well. 
Luna. Arcs had a very nostalgic, kind of calming melody to them with a lot of their songs. Top Runner and Revival is probably one of their their songs that I kind of was feeling like, yeah, I can understand why a lot of people would like this. It It is a very calming and nostalgic composition holding with a lot of their melodies and that's what I really do like about it and it it feels like I was back in high school listening to a lot of these songs with a hint of modern flair so I'm very very happy that you got you chose this I when you originally did did them back in a couple weeks ago I was like "Hmm, they are very interesting and I would like to hear more about them and having a little bit of a full focus study about them it it paid off because i really did enjoy listening to them oh good i'm really glad you two enjoyed it and i i thought they'd be a breath of fresh air from what we've heard in the industry lately so and they they definitely bring that i highly recommend everyone giving them a try and checking out their music yeah thank you luna for this week's pick you're welcome yes 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 thank you very very much but yeah with that, let's continue on to the Oricon here. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, stay at home is really wrecking the industry right now. Yes. But with that, let's continue on to our number 10. It is Hakujitsu by King New. This week it sold a lovely 13,099 points. And going on up, it is Parabola by Official Hikidandism. Now I want to hear your take about this, Gray, because this is something different that they have been doing. So I've kind of really did like it. It was a nice bit of fresh air, so to speak, of their usual style. And I need them to do this because I don't want them to continue <laughs> doing yes. Pretender 2.0. So Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I, I think it's okay. I, I don't think it's their best song by any means. And honestly, I, I think I Love is, in my opinion, still like their best song. But... It is different. It, it definitely has a different style to it, and it is in a, it's a different direction. So, I think if they keep playing a little bit more in that experimental style, they might really find something really awesome and unique. But this song right here, I felt like it was just in like that middle ground of okay. It, it's a, got a decent melody, decent vocal work, but it's not too memorable. And because like I listened to that song right before we were recording and I, I'm still I'm still trying to remember kind of what it sounded like. So it, it's it's a little like forgettable and but it's not a bad song and it's definitely decent. I mean, if these guys are going to keep coming up on the charts like this, it is nice to see them mixing it up a little bit because you, it like it's like Pretender 2.0 will it will get just exhausting after a while. But yeah, you know, it's not too bad. It's not too, too bad. I, my opinion remains the same as last week. I still really enjoyed the song, and I like that it was a breath of fresh air. Yeah, and this week, Parabola sold a lovely 14,742 points. And continuing on up, it is Pretender by Official Hige Dandism. One year. One year on the Oricon charts, and I think it only dropped a handful of times. Yeah, Lee, the song's uh, it, a beast. It is... It is a beast. And the fact that they struck gold with the digital and streaming part of this song says a lot of how the industry is somewhat changing. And we can talk more about this later at a different time. But it's it's 
foretold on how digital and streaming has been a little bit more forward-thinking now towards the Japanese market. And this song is one of those rare cases. That and Lemon. I would say Lemon is probably the start of that, but Pretender is through and through the byproduct of that. But with that, this week it sold a lovely 14,984 points. And going on up, it is Gorenge by Lisa. Nothing much we can say about this. 15,800 points. And going on up to number six, it is Utano Print Sama, another white, another world white and black theme song for the white gravity and black deja vu. I have no idea what I just said. It's getting along. No one knows what you just along. said. <laughs> Idol master levels of things. It, it, it is a husbando and... And Utano Print Sama is a very successful series from what we've been kind of looking at. And it was alright. I liked White Gravity. Personally, it is a traditional husbando song. Yeah, I, I I think White Gravity is the superior song of the two. But, I mean, they're both just... I mean, they're not bad, but I, I wasn't crazy about them. So, I, I liked White Gravity better than I did Black Deja Vu, and I totally understand the fanfare for Utapati. I just learned there is a fan base, and that's what they call it, instead of Uta no Prinsama, Utapati. And I'm not surprised seeing the huge success in Japan. It's been actually getting some momentum here in the U.S. with Sentai Filmworks releasing all the Blu-rays for it. I'm tempted to check it out on the next Sentai sale and maybe blind buy a couple seasons and see what I think. But it's a nice, enjoyable, White Gravity was nice and enjoyable. It wasn't my favorite of the Uta Puri we've seen so far, but it was, it was okay. Yeah, and this week it sold a lovely 18,388 copies. Physical only, so I guess the, the fans of the Husbando are going crazy. But continuing on up to number five, it is My Uchida Hanabira Fallen Flower by Seventeen. Nothing more we can say. It's very impressive for something that isn't pop and lock for that. Lane. But we've, we've gone over this the last two weeks. You can listen more about that later. And this week it's all day lovely 19,198 points. And going on up, it is Hida Hida by Generation from Exile Tribe. So, I'm possibly going to be the odd one out here. Because, usually I really don't like Exile Tribe song Generations by Exile Tribe. Because it is just the traditional pop and lock dance move style track. But they kind of toned it down a whole hell of a whole lot with this song. And... I kind of liked it because it was just something different. So, I mean, that that's my whole point of me liking this song a little bit more than what I've I've I'm used to from Generations. Granted it isn't the best song from this week. We'll get more on that later, but it was a pretty strong going for this song. I can see why you like it. It is not what I expected at all from generations oh that's why i love it it needed to subvert my expectation it needed to be the last jedi of songs for this song and that's literally what it was you're right you expect pop and lock and that's what i expected and it wasn't my favorite of theirs however i enjoyed the different turn it took and that they did something not like they usually do so I thought that for me was a big thumbs up to them. 
it was not my favorite song of the week. It's probably pretty low on the list. I mean, yeah, for, I, it was okay, but I like okay, they did something but, unique. Yeah. I'm glad they did something different and stood out because this stood out to me completely. Like when I listened, I'm like, whoa, this is Generations. And I'm like, good, they did something unusual that made me remember it. You know, I mean, I like their pop and lock stuff, but I also feel like a lot of it just flows together and you forget what song you like the most. Well, this one, you actually will remember what it is. You'll be like, hey, this is Hida Hida, just because it's so unique. So that for them, I think, is a plus for trying something new. When I was looking up this stuff, uh, the Google Translate translated the the title of the song to fluttering so i was actually kind of expecting like a ballad and the song is not ballad by any means so when it started going i was i kind of had like a little little shock there for a little while but it, this song it, it's okay honestly i i didn't dislike it but i i thought it was just a little boring honestly if i'm going to be real like i'm just like it, it's okay it's it's got a decent melody but it's not really doing anything exciting or mind-blowing, and it's really not catchy at all. I, I do want to go back and listen to it, because having heard it being in one mindset and going listening to it in a different mindset, I think I might like it a lot more and appreciate it a little bit more. But just going off like that one listen that I had, I was like, eh, it's, it's, kind of, it's okay, it's kind of boring. Not not too exciting or anything like that. I mean, yeah, they did something different, but it's not always a good thing. But you know, at least they tried. Yeah, yeah, they, know? they did try. <laughs> and like, it's it's not a terrible song. It's it's not like god awful by any means. But I, I was just like, eh, it's just a little boring for me personally. But it's it's okay. I mean, if we're being real, there was literally only one song I liked <laughs> this week of, of new songs. So, um, but like I said, this song is okay. Uh, it, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do next with it. And like I said, I'm probably going to listen to this again because I, I do like Generations. I, I think these guys are great. They're fantastic. And uh, like I said, I think because like I think a lot of what my issue just was was I was expecting one thing, got something radically different. I mean that that's probably the only reason why I kind of did like it because it it was different. It was very different from what you're used to and I need that to say that you can do this kind of range. It might not be your best song. And let's let's just say that much. I'm to be perfectly honest, I'm not a fan of generation uh, generations because a lot of the songs do sound the same to me because yeah. they need to stand out. And with Hida Hida it might not have missed with your fans or with you or 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 other people, but I need them to show that they're growing, and this is a good step in that way. Now, if they continue doing the pop and lock stuff, that's fine too. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not going to bombast them for it, but seeing that they can do this makes me a whole lot more let's just say that reassured to look for forward to what they're gonna do next time. Yeah, and I will say like of the branches of exile honestly as as much as i love all of them generations is probably my least favorite so but yeah regardless hita hita sold a lovely twenty thousand two hundred and eleven points and continuing on up to number three it is i love with official higedondism 
nothing more we can say. I was probably adding to this because I was listening to it occasionally. <laughs> this week it sold a lovely 21,454 points. And continuing on up to number two, Wishing on the Same Sky by Monster X. And you talk about changing the style. This is one of their songs. This... This and, and Hira Hira was like one of the things like I it kind of I see the group. I kind of know what I'm going to expect. But listening to the songs, I was totally blindsided on how different it was. This was a fan freaking tastic song. Vocal heavy. You need that for these kind of groups. Like I said, if you're a vocal heavy Korean boy group, for the most part, I will like you. It doesn't need to be all flash and awe with the pop and lock stuff. Well, occasionally it needs to do, but if you sh- show that you have a good vocal strength, I will instantly love you. And Monster X just showed me that with Wishing on the Same Side. Oh, I 100% agree. And these guys have been on my radar for quite some time. Just because you can buy their stuff in the United States at like Target and music stores. And they're a group that I I do like their music, but this one is the track that solidified this for me. They have fantastic vocal capabilities, and they knocked it out of the park. This was my song of the week, and I already enjoyed some of the songs that have made the Oricon before, but this is like the one that shot up to my favorite song by them. It is an amazing track. It is beautiful. These guys got so much talent, and I absolutely love them, and I'm looking forward to hearing more of their music, and this is going to make me go out and actually buy a couple of their Korean albums now. Yeah, no, this song was absolutely fantastic. This was the one shining star in the di- in the night sky for me. Like, I did, like this week just was not hitting on a really a ton and this is really the only song that i walked away going okay that was a that was a honestly good song i this song was really good i was kind of met on it till it hit the chorus and then when i heard the hook in the chorus then i was sold then i heard the rap break and was super sold on it because that rap break is magnifico like just absolutely great so this song was really really beautiful like the vocals that are on display on here is just really well done it has great arrangement and it just comes together really nice and i mean these guys really brought it to the table i don't know if i'd be a fan of them quite yet i'm interested to see you know what they do from here you know see what their next like high energy song might look like before you know i start getting too excited about these guys but this was a standout song, an absolutely stellar performance from these guys, and I am eager to see what's next. Yeah, you were kind of on the fence about them originally, too. I, I specifically remember that. I remember yeah. you, Luna, really, really did like them because of their album, one of the albums that we we were doing when we were reviewing albums at the time. You really, really did like them, and both me and Gray were kind of on the fence, and I've been, I was kind of like that also but this kind of won me over just a little bit more and i'm kind of anticipating their next release now because of this oh i am too and i'm looking at their discography and i forgot they've been together since 2015 so they have a pretty hefty one and i'm thinking about diving in because 
they sold me. I think I might start checking out more of their stuff. But I'm curious to see what else they do next, especially in the, you know, in the industry. Wish on the Same Sky sold a lovely 26,924 points. And going on on up to number one, I Oshiteru by Last Idol. Now, my personal opinion on this is... What the hell is wrong with you, Akimoto? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? It should be I slash Shiteru because it feels like that. There's two different songs crammed into this one song. I have no idea what you're doing. Uh-oh. Now, with all reason, <laughs> now with that break, what you guys think of this? Because Akimoto, I have no idea what you're doing with Last Idol now. <laughs> I, I don't know oh, either. I, f- go, go I on, felt the same way. It It was all over the place. It I couldn't get into it because I couldn't follow it. It felt like two different songs shoved into one and they were going in different directions. And it's like, what were you trying to make here? The best part of this song in the music video is when the two girls take their take the brooms that they're using to sweep the floor and start using them for a sword fight. That is the best part of the entire song. It has nothing to do with the music, but that was the, the best, best part. part of the song is when it ended. Yeah, no, I will disagree because the two girls sword fighting with brooms was absolutely well, no. adorable. We're judging the song, not the music. I know, right I now. know. <laughs> I'm getting to the music. So, no, I. Th- this song is a disaster musically from beginning to end and nothing too much in between. It, it's just so bad. I mean, the chorus is decent, it's got a mildly catchy melody to it. But the verses really just ruin the entire song. It has no flow. It's just because it seems like they're trying to rush as say as many words as possible while the verses are going on, and then it slows down in the chorus. It makes no sense. Well, I think because just how the composition worked out for certain parts of this song it felt like they wanted that rush of feelings and stuff like that because yeah. it is a it's it is a love song let's just let's just say that much yes so having that rush of feeling could be meaningful to the the rush of lyrics and the amount of words they try to cram into composition but it doesn't work regardless because yes. it just feels like two different songs just frankenstein together to be like well i think they could do this nah let's try to do this we are not selling much so we might as well try try cram two songs at the same time and see what kind of happens and it's not working it's it's really not working yeah and no i i I will say i i agree with you but i mean they could have had something really special because i do think if you cut out the lyrics, I do think the melody of song is not bad. It is very, it's very average. Don't get me wrong. But right now with Akimoto and Last Idol, I will take that. You know, that that basic like idol, you're, you're just hitting the mark. And so if they had tweaked the lyrics a little bit, I think this would have been a vastly better song. Yeah. And with, with Last Idol... Also, because this is their American Idol thing, and that that that's that's the whole thing. That when they do the subgroups, and they do well with the subgroups, and they work with the unit that they're doing the song with, they're fantastic. 
both Luna and I are very surprised when they match the composition with the singers on a smaller level. But when they do the big AKB or 48 or 46 style of tracks where they're trying to cram as many girls as they could, it doesn't work because each girl has their own strength. Yeah. And, and they're not playing they to it at all. Yeah, they're not playing to it. They're not playing to it at all. And the composition as somewhat okay as it is it's not attuned to the vocal style that they had chose for some of these vocalists for this particular track for this simbatsu so to speak and that's what frustrates me because they need to know the strength of each vocal vocalist on their songs so that the song can work and that's the whole thing with having these super idol groups that frustrates me because they try to stick and feel what works on a basic level, but sometimes the basic level isn't the strength for some of these vocalists. Yeah. And that's what frustrates me so much of how the this style of idol industry is going now because they're thinking, well, maybe I can put a composition and then the girls can keep up. Yeah, instead of trying to work with the girls. They're just trying to get the girls to conform to the composition, and it's not working. It's not working at all. No, it ain't. It ain't. And, and that's the huge thing that I have with the 48s the, and the 46. And now Last Idol. Because I, I liked Last Idol because they were trying to do something different to the traditional Idol format. But no, this song is is something is all wrong with this, this particular track. Ayo Shiteru is just... I... <sighs> I can't. I, I can't. It makes me lose faith of what Life, Last Idol was to me when they were being brought up back in 2008 or 18 and 2019. The songs that, you know, those subgroups made us fall in love with. And just how it is, it's that's just how the idol industry is, unfortunately. Yep. I agree completely. But yeah, with regardless, it's sold it's sold all right at 52,407 points. Yeah, and that's the other thing I kind of wanted to mention on, but I don't want to steal your thunder by talking about the sales numbers quite yet. But this, I mean, yeah, it's number one, hurrah. But when it's like an Akimoto product, this is not good, honestly. And I get there's world events that are probably affecting the sales figures, but... Last last year, or last week was also the same, too. So I'm not too surprised by it. Because last week sold around this this amount of numbers. I think it sold worse. I think it was like it didn't even reach fifty thousand. Okay. So you know, I'm not too surprised because of how everything is, and Japan took a huge hit. If we're gonna be really freaking honest about it, because they weren't taking it seriously. Oh yeah, no. But no, you're one hundred percent right. You're one hundred percent right on that. So there, there's a specific reason why now they're taking it seriously. Yeah. But regardless, let's let's continue on to the albums here just a bit. Nothing too much out of the ordinary. Dempagumi Inc.'s solo album, uh, their solo member albums are all are on there at number eight. King New with Ceremony still on there. Orion Blue by Uru is still on there. Good for her. Strong, strong going. I'm very sad that that her song didn't go up there this week. Traveler by Official Hige is on there still. Your Story by Ju- Juju. It had a very strong first week showing. 
but it's still bumped down to number two, which is still all right. And Maximum Harvon by Inaba and Sales took number one. But regardless, I want to say thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Ungakudi U. I want to announce that we did have an anime episode that just appeared on our YouTube channel today at the time of recording, so go check it out. We had a lot of fun doing it, and let us know how you guys feel about it. You can check it out at YouTube, at Ungakadiyu. Go check that out. Like, rick, subscribe, pass that like button, I guess. I don't know what the kids say. But also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Ungakadiyu. You can also follow the site at Ungakadiyu.com. You can follow our three affiliates. First, it is you Hunter. First of all, happy birthday, Lou. I know you're not listening to this, but happy birthday to you. I'm going to call you later, probably. You can. He is a Twitch streamer that does all the horror games. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also follow our other affiliate, Timber Taff. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right, going through the lovely Witcher series. And you can check him out at twitch.tv slash timbertaf t-i-m-b-e-r-t-a-f-t and you can also check out rose your sister right luna yes she is she she is streaming runescape and monster hunter although i know she's been a little bit down lately after she had some surgery but she's doing well so hopefully she is back up and streaming soon i think she already started again Yes, yes, yes. And you can find her at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. Sorry about that. But you can also follow the gaming podcast that I do with Lou and Timber Cobb, Podosaurus. It is now officially on all podcast streaming platforms, not just YouTube. So you can check out all that lovely stuff. Look it up at Hunter. You can just... Same as his Twitch handle, and you can, should find it. There, sh- there should be two, one from last year and one from this year. Go for the one from this year's because he doesn't know how to work an RSS feed, apparently. <laughs> but regardless, I want to say thank you very much. You can find me at Twitter at OTYCan1. You can find Renford at D. Where can we find you guys? You can find me on Twitter letterbox my anime list anime planet at luna maria 87 and you can find me on instagram as nerdy collector luna follow me and see what i'm watching if i'm watching anything and you can follow me on twitter at ongaku gray where i tweet about what i'm watching what i'm listening to all that fun jazz i just watched uh, the first five episodes of inspector and really enjoyed that and i'm thinking about picking up garo vanishing line so if i start watching that i will post my thoughts there so definitely check it out. Once again, I want to say thank you very, very much for listening to this week's episode of Ungeku DU. Say thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. Thank you so much for watching or listening to today's episode. I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of your week. This is Luna signing off. Chamatane. And this is great. Hope everyone has a safe week. Stay safe out there and we will see you guys next time.